welcome to Going Well Hunting, a Hunter Hunter recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sky. I use they, them pronouns. I'm your other host, Devin, and I use he, him pronouns. Hey, I'm Keith, they, them. Heck yeah. So, we've got uh, a new season we're starting off. Getting into some new content here. What are you guys excited about for this, for this arc that we're coming into? Um, well, when I was younger, uh-huh. my grandmother and great-grandmother would always go to auctions and they would always drag me along. Mm-hmm. And I would always go there, sit down for a second, listen to the nice man yell auction things. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go outside and there was this big tree that had beans on it that were like really long, like green beans, but like even bigger. And I'd pretend they were swords. And so I'm ready to just like be transported back there every time we go into an auction house, (laughs) because this is the York new auction and we will definitely be getting a lot of auction content. Heck yeah. As it is known for. (laughs) I'm I'm so excited for your, your bean sword related memories. Yes. I am excited to see beans, the character again, and I am excited to be transported to remembering the time I use beans as swords. Is he in this arc? I don't think so. I don't think we see him again until election (laughs) arc. I don't know. You asked me what I was excited for. Man, I really thought you guys were lying to me about there being an actual election arc. (laughs) Oh, you thought that was like a joke. I thought that was like the beginning was real and then it went into a bit. Um, You know the bitch should have died the moment I said there is a woman who turns into a motorcycle. No, I knew that was real (laughs) because he showed me her. Yeah, it happens during the election arc. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, well, now I know. They um, need to elect the next president of the United States. Motorcycle men for president. A woman turns into a motorcycle and Jing runs for president. What sounds implausible about that? <laughs> a woman turns into a motorcycle, Jing runs for president, and Lurio gets in front of an audience and talks about how all he does is masturbate. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. I guess I'm just not used to Jing being like a character. So to hear that not only is he in this arc, but he also runs for president. I'm like, oh, okay. He runs against Ben Shapiro, if that makes you feel any better. Awesome. Right? I cannot wait for all the Ben Shapiro jokes. Right? That we're gonna eventually have to come to. Oh, I have none of them. I don't listen to Ben Shapiro, so. Mm, That's true. Um, how about you, Keith? I know we've talked about this one a lot because we're super excited, but I'm yeah, I'm 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 excited just to see Karapika and Melody talk about their feelings. Yes. I'm so excited for Melody. Oh, Karapika's in this arc? Yeah. <laughs> one of our main characters. He's back again. I always skip it because I'm always just like, I can't handle auctions right now. Mm. Because this That's is so the auction arc, right? Yeah. There'll be lots of auctions going on. Completely, totally all about the auctions. Yeah, why would he why would he name it anything else if it didn't have anything to do with auctions? <laughs> um Togashi would not lie to me like that. Um We're batting two for two so far. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm happy you see it that way. Yeah. Um You know, a lot of a lot of shonen anime have their sort of power creep and have that sort of satisfaction of number go up. Togashi said, "What if number go up, but it's an auction?" Oh, yeah, that's like the power levels here. He has to like go and every time, few seconds, Krabby goes like, "Eh." And he gets the power up, but then the villain says, eh, and then they get the power up. Yeah, once once the bid goes past uh, 200,000, everyone's hair starts glowing. 
Yeah, but they keep just going uh, every few seconds, and then he just keeps sending more and more, and then finally someone gets the highest number. <laughs> someone places a bid, but they yell it really loud and long, so it takes up half the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's totally what's going to happen. Um, I'm excited to see that. Speaking of auctions, uh-huh. why can't I play Wind Waker for the GameCube? Oh, we're just launching into this now. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad. Oh, you're just like using this as your uh, your platform. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm getting up on my soapbox. Please let me play games that are, are expired. You can get out of that street corner. It's fine. You don't have to wave your sign around. <laughs> You can't play Wind Waker because we only have access to PS1 technology on this podcast. Mm, that's true. Yeah, Wind Waker hasn't been invented yet. Mm. Just hyper-realistic island fun time. Okay, but can I, like, you know how you can, like, build, like, Doom in Minecraft and that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I go inside Great Island and develop Wind Waker and then play it? I mean, if Technically, you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to do that. Excellent. This is my new project. I'm going to figure out how to code games, first of all, and then I'm going to steal all of Nintendo's code. I do warn you, a very buff man might ask you to play dodgeball. Um, that's okay. Okay. I Just, can, like, warning you about I, that. I, I like might, buff men. I like dodgeball. Yeah, he might ask you one day to randomly play dodgeball with him. All right, I'm down. Okay. Just, like, a fair warning. Yeah, I'm yeah. competitive. You know me. Yeah, okay. I, I can throw down in a game of dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till you get to the dodgeball arc. <laughs> I can't either. There's a dodgeball arc. There's an election arc. So many arcs. Right? Too many arcs. <laughs> should we actually, like, talk about season three now? Um, yeah, we should. I don't know. Our episode. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Sounds so defeated. <laughs> It's the holidays. Everyone's tired. I want to. I'm tired. I'm tired. I want to lie down. (laughs) Everyone wants to lie the fuck down. (laughs) Uh, Episode 39. Kropika's got a mullet now. Oh, yeah. Kropika grew out his. Kropika appears on the screen and loudly shouts, I got bangs. I got a mullet. And I got some sick new threads. Mm hmm. Do you know how to describe these threads? Because they're sick, but I don't know how to, like, describe them. Catholic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Kropika is the Pope now. <laughs> if you ever seen an image of the Pope, just, like, plant Kropika's Yeah, take right off the there. hat, it's Kropika. Yeah, no, Pope Kropika right there. Yeah, I mean, he does look like a crusader, like, to be real. Like, he looks like he's about to go, like, you know, do some really bad shit. In the <laughs> in the- in the Middle East. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. What? Nothing, nothing bad has ever happened there. Um, oh, what? With the Crusaders? No, 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 no. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, so I have to actually remember the start of this episode. The start of this episode is actually we get just a little bit of Gon and Kilawa, like, on a boat, and they, they rehash their oh, roles. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time we see Kilawa's sick new outfit. Okay. Or we might have seen it a little bit at the end of last season, but no, it's no, still- No, no, we didn't, because we didn't. I, was li- I was looking for it very, very <laughs> specifically. Looking directly yeah. at it. My, my note for the new outfit comes at the very end of this block of episodes, so I think mm-hmm. Kilawa might not have changed yet. 
I think he changes okay. on the boat, maybe? Yeah, I I don't like, know. I remember nothing. Yeah, there's a scene, because at the start, he is in his old outfit. He is in, like, the, like, regular Kilua looking fresh, looking fine outfit. Um, And they're just talking about, okay, we gotta get to York New. Um, going witches goodbye to Aunt Mito from the boat. And they're like, okay... We're heading out. We're heading to York, New City. I can't wait to see all our old friends. Do you? I wonder if Karapika will be there. And they're like, hmm, I wonder. And then... I think that is the end of last episode. What I have is literally just go and says, I'm a fine Jing, and then I'm going to come back here. And both times I'm thinking inside my head, no, you're not going to do those things. But then it does go to Karapika. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Karapika gets a job. Uh, so, you know, how earlier we saw Karapika go into a building and there was a lady with a bunch of cool piercings being like, you're not ready for this job. Mm-hmm. You're not hunter enough. And Karapika said, what? Literally, I am a hunter. That's my job now. And then she said, nope, no dice, no beans. And then Karapika leaves and Gets attacked by a random man who teaches him about Nan. And then six months later, Karapika goes back and the woman is like, ah, you get it now. Mm-hmm. And Karapika's like, yeah, I do. Give me a job. <laughs> I just want to bring up that everyone who Gon and Killua and Karapika and maybe Leorio question mark encounter are all sent by Netero. So it was very funny that this random man who just attacks Krapika is just like a plant by Netero. Oh, yeah. And he starts flirting right off the bat. Like, he just sends this man to a random town and is like, I bet you Karapika will be there. Just listen. <laughs> He's got spies everywhere. Yeah, so this random man. Mm-hmm. Netero just knows a bunch of disheveled men who will teach you about Nen, huh? Yeah, he it's really- very funny. <laughs> Wing is like this one doesn't know how to dress himself. This one just wears an extremely dirty karate gi all the time. Does he live in the woods? Because that's the impression I get from him. Is he lives in those woods where he like follows Karapika too? I mean, if we're technically going on the rules of becoming a black belt, it's supposed to be like you wear the gi in your black belt so often that it becomes dirty and gross. So, yes. Oh. Okay. These are lore things that I, I mean, not lore, but these are things that I don't know. Yeah, the idea of a black belt is you start out as a white belt and through constant training and grid and pure raw determination, your belt becomes so dirty and gross that it looks black now. And that's the idea of a black belt. And and showering actually uh, sort of washes away your karate energy. So there's that too. Yeah, that's why this man looks like he has never Mm. showered in his entire life. Does that mean Hanzo doesn't shower either? Yes, Hanzo is the disgusting little man. I guess you wouldn't be able to, I mean, well, you would be able to tell if it was real life, but he is bald, so you can't tell if his hair's got that, like, greasy sheen to it. Hanzo just takes a washcloth and polishes his head every day, and that's the only hygiene he needs. (laughs) Yeah, he gets that, that, like, little, uh... Yeah, he gives that buff shine. Mm -hmm. I just want to remind everyone that Karapika fights this dirty little man. And by the end of it, it's like raining, and Karapika is in the thirsty little flower pose. He sure is. Yeah, you you brought that up the first time, too. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to remind everyone of that just to cause maximum damage. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Devin really likes to talk about that piss pose. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So this goes right into 
basically the dude trained Karapika and he's like, okay, today we'll learn what category your aura falls under. You won't have to watch a helpful video. I just have a random like glass. Mm-hmm. How does this man have a random like glass? Once again, he looks like the dirtiest rat man. How has he kept that thing not bro- from breaking? Well, he came here specifically to test Karapika. So of course he came prepared with this <laughs> Did very Netero nice just wine give glass. Him one? Yes, that this is what you get when you graduate and become a master. You know, I think, you know, Karapika's been training for a few months at least. I'm gonna assume that each time Karapika, you know, just sort of works on his tan, just, you know, has to take a moment to himself to, like, you know, do some solitary meditation and training. I'm assuming that this guy just goes off in search of a clean glass and it took him three months to find one. <laughs> You know what? He might just be looting this incredibly disgusting, bombed-out city that apparently they're near. So, that might be it. He just found the only clean glass left in the city. Hmm. Yeah, so, Kropika does his little test, and he finds out he's a conjurer. Mm-hmm. And the dude's like, oh, congrats. And Kropika's like, I was hoping I'd be an enhancer so I could be buff. Yeah. And the dude's like, well, you're not stupid, so. <laughs> eh. And then he proceeds to spend, like, the rest of this episode roasting conjures and just going, yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to be as strong as an enhancer. Like, tough luck on that. Conjurers can make things, but also you can just buy things. So what is your power except anything? <laughs> except a, a, a replacement for the superior capitalism? <laughs> yeah, so he's basically like, oh, he explains, like, the Nen wheel of ability again and he's just like oh you can never be a specialist this won't ever come back again hmm. um you suck at uh enhancing skills because you're not dumb like gone um y- you'll max your stats out like castro and carapia says who the fuck is castro and he says it doesn't matter it doesn't matter he's dead so <laughs> yeah so Kropika is like, okay, well, I'll just, like, become super strong, and I'll be whoever. And this dude's like, okay, quick question. Can you conjure a sword that's stronger than a sword? And Kropika's like, uh, no. And he's like, exactly. Can you conjure a sword that's as strong as, like, a regular sword? And Kropika's like, I don't think so. And he's like, yeah, conjurers suck shit. He's like, no. (laughs) You can't really make anything that you couldn't go out and buy, like, a genuinely better coffee, so... So eventually Karapika's just like, I'm tired of this, and he gets up and leaves. <laughs> yeah, Karapika just says no one tells the president what to do, and he comes up and walks away. <laughs> and, like, the whole time this man is calling after him, like, hey, I'm, like, teaching you stuff, you have to come back, and Karapika just kind of keeps on moving. He's he's not interested in what this man has to say anymore. Yeah, Karapika is so bored that he actually begins to experience rage flashes, and he just remembers spiders, because apparently- Man, wouldn't wouldn't this conversation be so much easier if we actually remembered the name of Karapika's trainer? It's somewhere it's in my dirty, notes, It's dirty, dirty gee man, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't matter. I did not I write it down. I wrote it down. I don't, I don't care. I'm tired. I might have written it the first time we saw this man because I think most of this scene we literally have seen already. Yeah, it was in the 1990 and that was much better because there was a lot more sensual Karapika. Oh yeah, because we saw the train episode, which we'll be talking about later. That's for future things. Um, (laughs) 
Well, literally, this man doesn't have a name now because I'm not going to go back to look through my old notes. Yep. Nope. He's um. <laughs> yeah. This is just um. This is uh, Woodland Trainer. I'm just gonna call him Ted. <laughs> yeah. So Ted calls out to Kropika and is like, "Don't you walk away from me? I'm your father." And Kropika is like, "My dad's dead." And then he experiences rage flashes and remembers all his dead clansmen and he remembers the spiders and he goes, oh, cool. My eyes are red now. And this guy is like, oh, that's sick as hell. Do you want to take that test again? And he does. And and then we don't know. We don't know what the results of that are. We'll find out later, maybe. Hmm. It'll be a surprise tool that I hope is later. Uh, we meet Kropika again in his sick new threads and he's talking to the cool lady with all the tats and piercings. Mm hmm. And she's like, hey, can you see my cool little ghosty friend this time? And he says, yes, of course, I'm cool now. And the lady's like, okay, do you want a job? And she, he's like, yeah, give me to the York New City auction. And he's like, okay, well, I have a few of them. One's a guy who likes guns, boring. One's a rare art dealer, boring. One's somebody who likes to collect body parts. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so, you know. body parts, eh? Karapika says, thinking about the lost eyes of his slain clansmen. Yeah, which of these is relevant to you? <laughs> um, I really love how Karapika said, oh, this one will be most difficult for me to conceal my identity. My eyes are already burning red just thinking about it. Give me that one. That is the one I will take. To be fair, no one figures it out. I know! <laughs> He's got contact lenses, and they work perfectly. I really keep- I'm gonna be harping on this this season, because, like, he keeps- Like, this genocide was recent, because Karapika remembers his people. They were alive, like, recently enough that he has memories of them, and they all died. Yeah, and like then his eyes ago. are turned- Five- That's not long for, like, a genocide of a race. And they're all like, wow, this dude's eyes look kind of weird when we're talking about this. I wonder if that's relevant to anything at all. No, no, no. I'm gonna take it that the contact lenses are doing their job. What I don't get is anytime- <laughs> Anytime anyone brings up the lost Kurta or his or the eyes or anything, Kropika just stands there like shaking with rage. But that's what I, okay. Well, just we'll, like we'll and, be able to people, talk about this more in a little people bit. People notice it and they're like, "You okay, buddy?" And it happens every time. And I'm just like, "Does he look okay to you?" Yeah. Okay. Well, he's fine. He's great. The lady gives Kropika the job, and he walks out, and he's very angry, but mm -hmm. he's trying not to show it. And he walks by a small little friend in a little hat. Mm -hmm. And they stop for a second and they're like, oh, who is that creature right there? Yeah. And that won't be relevant. We'll never see them again. They're not anyone important. They just got a lot of screen time for no reason. Yeah. Well, they walk straight in and say, hey, I want a job with the York New Auction. And that lady is like, hey, another one. And so we kind of get the, the impression that maybe maybe we'll be seeing them again. No, never again. They're not relevant to Kropka's journey. Also, they can hear they can hear heartbeats. So they're definitely not going to be best friends later or anything. <laughs> they're not going to. The, this person isn't going to be like, Kropika, you need therapy. Will you please go to therapy? And Kropika is like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think after that, we, we jump to a couple scenes introducing us to some other characters that definitely won't be later relevant later, right? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So the first one we get is um uh, oh, the lady man. who has instant lover. Yeah, her so name is Basie. I actually okay. did I remember her name. Aha. That is at the end of the next episode. So Secret I podcasting technique. Of my notes. <laughs> Google. <laughs> I love Baze for just popping in. Mm-hmm. So her introduction scene is she gets out of a limo and she looks pretty. She's on a dress and she lets like a nice little scared uh, virgin looking ass dude out of the car and a bunch of chads start rolling up. And they're like, oh, hey, doll, don't you want to go to, like, this fancy party with us? And she's like, no, I hate you all. You're ugly. And also, I'm, like, on the job right now. And then they start threatening this dude that she works for. And she just, like, full-on kisses one of the dudes on the lips. And he just, like, becomes her, in the show's words, love slave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then proceeds to ask her to step on him, of which she does. Yes. And then she says, if you want me to step on you more, specifically your crotch area, uh, you will have to beat up all your friends. And he's like, I shall. Thank you. So that's her net ability. If she kisses you, she turns you into her sub. Her superpower is just dumbing the shit out of you. Yes. We love a strong female character. I love that she figured out she had magic and she was like, oh, this will make doming so much easier. And then we meet a strong man in a vest. Oh, yes, my we God. do. Yeah, so this scene. <laughs> I, I do feel as if we have to describe this man's appearance. He's got like the full mutton chops, strong jawline, just open ripped vest. pecs and abs under, under just like an open vest. Uh, massive pompadour. Just a fucking American pair of denim blue jeans. Tight, skinny denim blue jeans with them biker boots. Mm-hmm. He is currently just trying to write a haiku in the moonlight. Just standing on top of a building, just breathing in the night air, just writing poetry. <laughs> yes, this dude is. is the coolest man to ever exist and ever will exist. Bosh. And then a bunch of cops show up and try to shoot him, and he's like, fuck you guys, and beats the shit out of them. <laughs> Yeah, he's the best. In his first scene, fucking Antifa ass poet over here. I, I, I have to stand. He said a cab in his first scene, and then said, "Shit, this fucking poetry sucks now." Oh my! And God. then just leaves. He leaps off into the moon. He writes a poem. He reads it out. I did not write it down, but. In his own words, he says, that sucks, and balls it up in his fist, and just leaps off against the moon in a spectacular, glorious shot, and he he does kill all the cops, too, so, you know. I just... And this this beautiful man's name is Basho. Yes, it is. Beautiful man, man Basho. I will be talking about him every time he's in the scene. Um, Next, we go to a large mansion, and we see a man just sitting talking on the phone with a bunch of dogs. Hope he's not relevant later. Hmm. We see, like... I don't know how to describe this dude. He's, like, in a green vest. He has, like... Sideburns, McGee. He has sideburns, but not as powerful as Basho's. They're they're a different kind of power. They are... They are... Curly cues. They are curly cues, and he has a mischievous grin on his face at all times. He's a skinny little man... He's got a pinstripe, I think, somewhere on his outfit. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like a pinstripey vest. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say his his sideburns are definitely very powerful. It's just a different kind of power. It's very, you know, styled and quaffed. He's got he's got his aesthetic and he works with it. He seems like a bit of a scamp, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, little he, rascal. He seems like a little stinker. He looks like a guy who could get a job done for you. Yeah. <laughs> you ask him to do a job and he just says, ain't I a stinker? And then he just comes back with like a little receipt. Yeah. That says job done. Um, so. Does one of those puppies growl because I just have grr written in my notes and I'm trying to figure out Oh yeah, out Kropka shows up to the mansion and all the doggos start growling at Kropka mm. and Kropka's like, I have no time for this. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> should probably take more clear notes, but I was like, am I growling at something that happened or? No, you just wanted to say grr. Okay, I- I'm just checking, you know? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta be gotta. thorough in my podcasting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kropka sits down uh, sorry. He gets led into the mansion by the world's oldest man. Mm. This butler looks like he's about to keel over any second. And he is. He does. <laughs> and he just <laughs> might. Um, and so he gets led into a room with everyone. Basho's there. Baze is there. And, oh, the character we saw before, who was also looking for a job, is there. Hmm. Interesting how they just keep running into each other like this. It's almost like it's fate. Um, hmm. They all sit down. They're all in their room. They're all waiting for whoever is going to give them their job. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. world oldest man is just like, thank you for coming. Uh, we'll now go over the details of your job in this handy dandy little video that I have. And the most cube looking man. I don't understand. I don't know how to explain this man. He looks plain, but in the way that he looks like he has a lot of uh, polygons on him. Yeah. Yeah, he's got an interestingly shaped face. Yeah. You know, just kind of a, it's just kind of like a rectangle, then a triangle, and then his hair is like, you know, got some trapezoids going on. Yeah, the low-res, like, polygons definitely is a great, like, metaphor. Or not, it, it is sort of a metaphor for how he looks, I will say. It's just very, like... Yeah, this dude came from Greed Island. He's a little spiky. He yeah. came from Greed Island. Um, He's like, thank you for coming. Uh, If you want to be hired, you're going to have to prove your worth to us by gathering some items we want. Just to show that you can do it, that you got the stuff, you got the moxie. Mm, but before that, no, 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 we do oh, yeah. see what. The oh yeah, true. Some things happen. The, I forget. We get the part where they're just going through all these horrible, horrible skin things. It's all disgusting. I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, and then we just get a bunch the- of interesting body parts, shall we say? Yeah, and then we get to the eyes <laughs> no, of the Kurta. Sorry, and <laughs> that makes it sound almost worse than what it is. Honestly, like. <laughs> Inter- it's still I pretty bad. The word interesting, I don't know. It <laughs> they're they're yeah, they're body parts. We get to the eyes of the Kurta, and they're looking at these things on like little pager phone things. Yeah. And Kropika immediately like just tenses. He's just saying they're slightly shaking. And Basho just like looks over and is like, oh, you notice something? Oh, the eyes of the Kurta. Super cool, huh? Like I heard they blaze like a beautiful scarlet red, and Kravia's like Stop talking. Stop talking. 
Like, he's so <laughs> stiff. His eyes are very clearly, like, I mean, I, I guess. They're, like, glowing. It's clear that that's supposed to be for the audience and not for the people, but it, they're very clearly a different color. And it's, like, how is no one putting two and two together when it's, like, they're looking at the eyes right now? Yeah, and just Basho, instead of being, like, oh, fuck, what was that about? He's just, like, what a stiff. <laughs> He's like, what a stuck-up little shit. Karapika is is so tense and angry. Like his his body language, you know. You could you could just look at, at his body language and substitute that for the sheet music of a Lincoln Park album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He is one step closer to the edge. He is giving heavy Shadow the Hedgehog video game vibes right now. <laughs> he looks like he's about to go off. Um, yeah, so they all get their job. The dude on the TV slash painting slash whatever he's in says, okay, well, go get your stuff. Uh, good luck. And they're like, well, okay, here we go. And they try to leave and the door's locked. Hmm. What's up with that? Uh oh! Comes back onto the TV and it's just like, oh, sorry. By the way, I forgot to mention, we will try to kill you. Have fun getting out of the mansion. That's your first. That's the first part. Aren't I a stinker? Um, and and that's the episode. I think, right? Yeah. Yes. Real, I, real quick, there is a moment where Karapika is like, okay, well, I'm gonna get into this group here. I'm gonna like you know, worm my way in and get into this, like, you know, culture. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to take all of these people down who are trading in these body parts. And I'm like, yes. oh, he's widening his scope already. Like, from, like, just the, the Phantom Troop to all the people trying to buy his, his family's eyeballs, which is fair. But I do like that. I also need everybody to appreciate Melody's face just staring up at Grafica. I'm going to put some screenshots on the Tumblr, but, like, it's so... Just all of Melody's faces dealing with Grafica. I'm like, how did y'all become friends? You look so concerned for him at all times. That's why they're friends. Melody is a yeah. friend at Do a we have any of, like, the internal monologues in this? episode of melody being like oh no what a terrifying rage-filled heartbeat yeah sometimes when when um when melody passes karapika for the very first time she's like oh fuck his heartbeat and then like goes inside and says hey i need a job and she's like oh that boy i just passed i don't know him but his his heartbeat he was he was fucking mad and then decides to take this job to meet this very mad individual yeah, it's just like Kropka is everyone's leaving and Kropka is just standing there in like an anger filled monologue about how he's going to like destroy the system. And Melody is just standing there just looking at him with absolute concern, just like <laughs> like boy, horrified concern. It's just, so good. It's just damn. Why are you thinking so damn loud? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's excellent. But yes, that is the that after that is like, yeah, the the whole Attack of the Clones begins, and, uh... Yeah, some dudes in, like, black garbage bag-looking-ass outfits just burst into the room and start mm -hmm. attacking, and yeah. they're like, Oh, God, we gotta fight for our lives! Uh, so I wonder how this will end. Hmm. Yeah. Alright, so, so next episode, um... Oh, yeah, we should also give names to the other two people in this room, because, yeah, we've got oh, yeah. Karapika, Melody, uh, Basie, and Basho, and then also the other two guys we saw earlier. Uh, one of them is 
Sachimono Tochimono, aka the guy with the curly Q sideburns, and Squala, aka the guy who has the dogs. What an incredible name Sachimono Tochimono is. Er, did I say yeah. Sachimono Tochino. It's yeah. Tochino. I might have I might have done some syllables there. It's fine. It's a very powerful name that requires you say it differently every time. Tochino. <laughs> I was thinking Such of All I can think of is the Kristen Stewart um Totinos. Oh, uh, the SNL skit. Yeah. Where, yeah, my little Totino. My little Totino. <laughs> yeah. Kristen Stewart's about to bust in this room and ask him if he's her little Totino. Yeah. How to have a lesbian romance with everyone in this room. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Which Kristen Stewart would do that to me? Um have a lesbian uh, romance with you yeah fine. <laughs> i mean same except what? for the woody allen thing we'll have to talk about that oh i forgot about that mm-hmm. um yeah so all these garbage bag looking dudes bust in they all got swords uh everyone readies up swords and, and guns oh hell yeah. yeah everyone readies up in a battle phase Baze just like grabs the fucking bodyguard and just pushes him in front of her yeah. <laughs> she just grabs the butler. Yeah, this old, the old man, the old, old butler man gets shot a million times. So many times. Yeah, so. He looks like he died happy. He, he He's all hard eyes, but yeah. you know. Melody, like. <laughs> he reinfor- is dead. <laughs> Melody, like, reinforces the table to stop the bullets. Um, Baze gets shot at and she's already kissed, like, the butler. So he just runs in front and just takes all the bullets for her. And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> So he's dead. Just died right there. World's oldest man. Gone before he had anything to do. Well, and he was then, pretty old. Well. And uh, something we, we, we should have mentioned. Karapika, you know, since we've seen him, you know, in uh, getting a job, uh, he has been wearing uh, some chain jewelry on his right hand. Yeah. Uh, so now we get to see what that's about. Yeah, Karapika proves that he is sporting a fresh new look and is trying to be the sexiest person here yeah i keep having karapika's chains are so sexy in my notes so i've been waiting for someone else to be like oh and he has chains because i don't (laughs) if i bring it up i'll just talk forever about these chains and how how sexy it is but yeah so they all start firing their guns and karapika just like spins his chain around really fast to block all the bullets mm-hmm. and everyone yep. is very shocked and all surprised and that is so cool they're like Karapika that is so cool also the specifically the chain he used to block the bullets was his dowsing chain and I think maybe the reason he chose that one is because it's a dowsing chain he he might have just been able to say okay go to all the bullets and that's how he stopped them yeah, that's just a fan theory. That's that's nowhere in no way confirmed in the text, but I think it's you could maybe you know say that based on the fact that he chose the dowsing chain in particular. Absolutely. Yeah, we will learn later that uh, each of his fingers, each of the chains, has a different use, which is also very cool and sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, he just goes and sits on a chandelier for a while. Yeah, he's got some sick flips. Yeah, he jumps up to a balcony and, oh no, there's guys there too who swing swords at him. So he jumps over to a chandelier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then he's watching the fight. Um, 
vase is kicking people around, not looking concerned at all. With her hands on her hips. Yeah, she is not concerned. Uh, Squala is lightly fighting them. Uh, Basho does a sick, very detailed animated punch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, goes, he just punches really big. He punches really big and goes, oh, so that's what's happening. Yeah. He does not answer what's happening. Um, Kropika is just looking around. And he's like, oh, so there he is. And he jumps down, takes a knife out of his pocket, sticks up to the throat of Sachmono Tachino. And says, will you call your stupid little men off? (laughs) (laughs) He solved the case. He solved it. (laughs) He solved it. Hermione Granger voice, you solved it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the dude's like, oh, well, how'd you figure out it was me? And Kropika's like, you were the only one they weren't attacking. Which is very funny that he didn't even think to lightly have one just like, you know, lightly swat at him. He's just like... No, you guys can just leave me fully alone. Yeah, and he also mentions that the one that like followed him up the stairs and were like at the top of the balcony after he was on the chandelier, the chandelier were just kind of swinging their swords at him like uselessly, <laughs> like from like three feet away, just kind of ah, I got you. It's a very funny. Because like, okay, so these men are super duper dumb. Either they're enhancers or they're nen projections. <laughs> yep. So turns out they're nen projections, and this dude just calls his little figures back. They just shrink and become little dolls. I like that we get to see good clones so quick after. Um, oh, after uh, he who should not be named. Yeah, after the demise of my boy Castro. A good clone jutsu. Mm. <laughs> um. So he's just like, okay, well, you may have figured out who I was, but uh, you a four will never get out of this mansion. Not with all the traps we have. And everyone's like, a four. <gasps> Why'd you say four? Four? But there are five of us here. <gasps> then who's flying the plane? Who's the evil <laughs> one? And I say, maybe it's the one we didn't get a cool character introduction for. Hmm. <laughs> Impossible. Well, but we got Karapik- <laughs> No, continue. Karapika's like, yeah, I've, I have I can figure this out instantly. I've seen all the- I watched the last episode. I've seen all the cool character intro- introductions. <laughs> I know who's the main character here. Karapika says over the last six months, I've seen every episode of Criminal Minds. I know how it's <laughs> <is> already. <laughs> and so he takes out his dousing chain again, and he lets it fall. And he just kind of walks around a room and says, are you a liar? And everyone's like, no. And he's like, okay, it doesn't do anything for Basho, nothing for Baze, nothing for Melody. But when he gets to Squala, he says, are you a liar? And Squala's like, no. But the chain, it starts swinging. <gasps> oh. Ooh, Squala, you fucking liar. Oh, Dog guy is suspect. Oh my god. Dog guy can't be trusted. And then he's like, well, how can we trust your stupid chain? And Melody's like, well, obviously, dowsing is a sound science that always works, so mm-hmm. fuck you. Um, we get a quick little thing about how dowsing is a sound science. And he's like, okay, and, well. Yeah. And Melody also says, uh, also, I hear your dang heartbeat, and it says you're a liar. Sold out by your own heart. How tragic. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, oh, when everyone else was getting accused, their, like, heartbeats, like, fluttered gradually as like you know they were being accused of something and they're getting more and more nervous yours instantly spiked and then sort of like calmed down as you like became more aware of it 
And that is the instant heartbeat of a liar. Mm-hmm. That is you immediately going like, ah, fuck, I've been had. Her beautiful little conducting, her uh, Ace Attorney-ass <laughs> little thing about music and heartbeats and stuff. We just, we, we have to stand. We have to stand. I love her. She's very stand. good. <laughs> She's excellent. Yeah. So. Also, have we described Melody's appearance yet? We know that she wears a hat. She's very tiny. She's very small. She's a little guy. She wears like a purple cloak and she has big old cutie buck teeth. She has buck teeth. She is balding on the top of her head. She looks like a little beaver and I love her. She got a friar cap and it's very funny. She does look like a tiny like gnome wizard. Yeah. She is a little wizard. <laughs> she that's <laughs> that's how I would describe her appearance and it's very good. It yeah. certainly won't come back later. Yeah, so Squall is immediately just like, well, um, uh, I'm not it. You guys can't make me tell the truth. I didn't do anything. And Fasho is fine, like, uh, fine. Since we're all showing our powers, I'll figure this out. And he takes out a little, I don't know what these are fishy called. It's like he just takes out a pen and ink and then paints on like a board. I don't know what that's officially called. It's little. It's like a fancy little note card. Yeah. Yeah. And he writes a haiku and he says, basically, who's ever lying to me will catch fire. Oh, yeah. first he, he demonstrates his power by being like, okay, whatever I punch will catch fire. And then he punches a chair like much harder than he probably had to. And it goes flying and explodes. Well, it doesn't explode. It just kind of catches fire a little bit. And he's like, darn, it's not, it's not conflagrating at all like I wanted it to. That was probably a shitty poem. He says, the next one will be good. And he's basically writes a little haiku. He's like, Okay, so anyone who is the liar will burn in hellfire. And he's like... Yeah, implying that his net ability is so strong that he can send people to actually hell. Like, it it, it says it, they will be sent to hell. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he has a very strong ability. Also, hell is real, apparently. Uh, yeah, he has a strong ability because he has to think of, of haikus, good ones, on the fly every time. Yes. And then write them down. Mm-hmm. So he goes around the room, starts asking people. He's like, are you the traitor? Everyone's like, no, no, no. And then he gets to Squalic and he's like, and he gets, actually he gets to Suchmono and he's like, are you one of the traitors? And he's like, yes. And he gets to Squala and he's like, how about you, tall guy? And Squala's like, um, okay, fine. Yes, I am. Please. I don't want to burn to death. <laughs> Please don't send me to actual hell. Yeah, so he's like, okay, well, even if you know I'm the traitor, I'll never, like, reveal what traps I've set up to keep you guys here. And then Baze is like, I'm so bored, can we get on with this? And just walks up to him, smooches him full on the lips, Mm -hmm. and then just makes him her love slave. Yes. And then there's some stepping. And there's some horny. Yeah, she steps all over him. Yeah, she like steps on his face and then she's like, you like that? And he's like, I love it. And then she steps on his balls and she's like, you like that? And he's like, yes. And she's like, well, I'll stop if you don't tell me what the traps are. And he's like, no, 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 I'll tell you. I'll tell you. They're the dogs around the mansion. I've trained them to attack. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's it. Okay. Call them off. And he's like, yeah, I'll do anything. Just please stop. don't stop stepping on me. And so, you know, that's how that ends. This show has some kinks to work out. I think it's working through its kinks perfectly fine. Yeah, it, ha- it just, it's, it's working them out. 
it's working through them. Togashi knows what he's about, I guess. Yeah, we see Karapika and Basho both going down. That's that's powerful. They're like, that is a dangerous ability. And I say, you have to let her kiss you on the lips first, though. Yeah. Every, everyone, I feel like I have to say that everyone in 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 this scene is just kind of looking onward, just being like, ugh. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of a lot. To be <sighs> this is a very niche pool. Have, Keith, have you ever seen the show Soul Eater? Uh... Yes. Do you remember? That took me a minute. It's the one with the scythes, I think. People who turn into weapons for some reason. Yeah. The face they make whenever anyone talks about Excalibur exclusively. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Face they all spiritually make. Just the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a niche pull. I hope anyone else gets that. Um, Okay, I'll show you a picture here in a second when I actually grab my phone. (laughs) Excellent. So, yeah, they figure out how to get out of the mansion. He calls off his dog. She still steps on him. And they're all leaving perfectly fine. And Basho is just like, wow, you could have made that dog trainer your loyal pet. That's irony. And she's like, no, I don't. I only want a hot guy. <laughs> and I'm like, OK. Um, And he's like, hey, I never caught your name, by the way. And she's like, oh, it's Baze. And i'm basho what's your name blonde guy and crop is like i don't have to fucking tell you guys anything yeah they go through these nice introductions basho's very forthcoming and he's like yeah i'm basho i'm, I'm a conjurer and uh uh Baze is like yeah i'm a manipulator that's that's my thing and then they they say oh melody you have like you can listen to heartbeats like are you uh what what's that and melody's like oh i think you'll find out soon enough and then she looks at karapika and is like oh you know i don't think i've caught your name yet I, i'd love to hear it and he's like i will not tell you he's just like i don't I, know if we'll be working together so i will not reveal any information about myself i don't have to tell you anything <laughs> man's got secrets and basically melody's like then stop thinking so damn loud <laughs> um oh yeah also i don't have this anywhere in my notes so i'm not sure where it happens in the episode but uh but at one point uh Karapika accidentally misgenders melody a little bit oh, he just yeah. uses he pronouns and melody's like is she actually so uh melody trans confirmed uh-huh Mel- melody's confirmed trans and she's also very like it, it was it's just a nice moment where it's just very like oh i think i think you meant she just very like yeah yeah about it uh and there's no like uh corrections after that yeah, good good pronoun correction, Melody. Mm-hmm. We stand. We stand, Melody, forever. Absolutely. Yeah, so the end of the episode is basically just Kropka walking through the forest so damn loud. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking very extremely loudly and very extremely angrily and being like, I will, I will crush the Phantom Troop with my bare hands. I'm an action hero now. Mm-hmm. And explaining that whenever he gets mad for the 90th time his eyes burn scarlet for the 90th time uh did you know the curdo when they uh experience strong emotion their eyes burn scarlet Mm. Um, damn i had no idea i did know that because it happens every time that the curdo are mentioned (laughs) and everyone else in the show should have noticed it by now oh 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 kind of like naruto probably yeah yeah, no, when Sasuke experiences intention most, his eyes also burn scarlet. Hmm. 
Do you think hmm. do you think Tagashi ripped off Naruto? Hmm. Hmm. Quite a conundrum. Mm. It would only be a ripoff of Naruto if 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 Karapika and Naruto kissed. <laughs> well, there is a lot of Naruto filler, so we got time. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, maybe something crazy will happen in Bardo. Yeah. So after yeah. all that Karapika edginess, we do have one more little scene. And we go to the grossest man alive, Maluki, mm-hmm. in his little gamer pad dungeon. Um, his gross nerd basement. We have yeah. to look at his action figures again and also his big blow up doll. Yeah, he's doing some sick hacking on the computer. I don't know what he's doing that for since all he needs to do is just look up a video game, but hacker skills, I'm in. He's on multiple keyboards, which somehow probably helps him. Uh huh. And he's like, finally, I got the information. God, I every time I hear about multiple keyboards, I just think about this one character in Fmon who uses two keyboards to make his app one more powerful and then if he's really what? serious he uses three <laughs> this is how computers work okay I yeah guess i gotta watch app mon like he, his special moves are called double hack and triple hack it <laughs> rules app is so fucking good everyone i support this i support digimon and not at all trying to learn how technology works since like it yeah <laughs> Like, not at all. <laughs> like, we will stick with this damn 90s aesthetic if it kills us. Like, just being like, oh, yeah, if you want to get your Digimon more powerful, just type on three fucking keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> Multi-track drifting, but for hacking. Yeah. So Maluki apparently just has, like, a hawk living in his gamer pad dungeon. Yes. Um, And he gives the hawk a note, and he's like, oh, Tequila, go find him. And we get, like, the hawk flies away, goes visits Killua, and finally, finally, we get to talk about Killua's fresh-to-death outfit. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, hell yes. Hell yes. Oh my god. Okay, so he is in, like, a, a dark crimson, like, a dark crimson, like, tank top. He has armbands that look like they just go like stringy closer to the elbows yeah it looks like he cut up a pair of black leggings and is just wearing them on his arms i hope so diy fashion king he has like a little feather crystal necklace now for some reason Mm -hmm. it rules he has it's so fucking strong he has big like electric yellow and like camo tiger camo pants like they're big and baggy they're big and baggy like this is the jenko jeans era they're not jenko jeans but this is like the era of baggy jeans which i love Ooh, kilowa looking fresh as fuck he is i need these armbands god damn (laughs) i don't know why he woke up this morning and was like i think i will outdo everybody in this world but I will. Mm-hmm. You know what it was? He heard Karapika got a new outfit, and he's like, I shall not be outdone. Yeah. He, like, sensed it. He's like, oh, you dressing different? Check this shit out. Yeah, he woke up, there was, like, a disturbance in his, like, net, and he's like, I have to make sure I'm this, the freshest fucking bitch in this planet. Ooh, Kilua, your drip. Mm-hmm. Fresh to fucking death. Um, yeah, he gets, like, the hawk from Maluki, and he's like, Oh, yeah, the info from our brothers here. Cool. (laughs) 
Um, they talk about how they are all excited to meet everyone in York, New City, August 1st. Nothing bad will happen. It'll just be a fun auction. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it for episodes, I believe. Mm-hmm. We're, we're almost to the auction. We're almost going to get some of our, our, our boys together again. <laughs> Yeah, they're all meeting at York New City. Yeah, they're all meeting there. And they're all going to be together all at once. And then we're going to have a full arc of all four interacting again. Yeah, at the auction. Yes, going to different auctions. We're going to have all four of our friends back together again, just like the old days. And definitely Karapika isn't going to be off somewhere else being emo. (laughs) Karapika. And not answering anyone's texts. Or very loud phone calls. (laughs) Yeah. He definitely won't just sit there and let his phone ring, not on silent, very loudly, (laughs) and just ignore it the whole time like I do when I just don't want to answer a phone call. Gon's gonna call up Goto and say, and yell really loudly to put Karapika on the phone, and (laughs) Goto's gonna say, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, kid. Gon's just like, this is what I do now when I can't talk to my friends. Goodbye. Gon has never seen a phone before, so realistically, (laughs) he probably just think Goto answers all the phones. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, put Goto on, and they're like, who? And Goto gets on the phone because he's just attuned to that mm-hmm. Kilua probably asked him and he just teleported there he's like put Karapika on the phone he's like I don't know who you're talking about okay real quick you know how there's yes. always that scene in like teen movies and shows and stuff um, where they're like making prank calls but they only know one phone number so they just keep calling the same person over and over again um, until they get annoyed I'm picturing this, but with Gon and uh, Kilua just continually calling Goto and like prank calling him. And he's just like, please, for the love of God, I have things to do for your family, Kilua. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm distracting you. <laughs> yeah, Kilua, Gon does it because he thinks Goto controls all phones. Yes. Kilua does it because he specifically like put Maluki on and the moment Maluki is on the phone, he hangs up. <laughs> Kilo is going to be like, Gon, check this shit out. And he's going to call Goto and ask if his refrigerator is running. And Gon's not going to get the joke. (laughs) And then he's finally going to get it. And he's just going to keep calling Goto over and over. And Goto's like, oh, for the love of God, please stop. (laughs) Goto, Goto, is your refrigerator sprinting? (laughs) Yeah, instead of Hunterpedia, we should have just gone like trying to figure out this joke repeatedly, <laughs> different variations that are make zero sense to Goto and Kilo is just off camera like, no, go. You have to say, is it running? Because that's the okay, okay. Hang up. We'll try again. It's okay. <laughs> Speaking of Hunterpedia, were these two episodes the one where Gon and Killua and their Hunterpedia very much said it must be fate that brought us together and then they like squeeze their cheeks together? No, I uh no, I don't think we've had Melody or Bazes um because I've been watching for those. I don't think we've okay. had their Hunterpedias. Okay, that must be next episode. Because those are very special. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. We do get a slightly canon slight not canon Gon and Killua kiss for some reason. Yes, we do. <laughs> Hunterpedia canon. Hunterpedia are dating. <laughs> Hunterpedia said if Togashi won't give this to us, I will. 
It's so yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, time for too many goons. Yeah. There weren't a lot of goons this time. A lot of Karapika. There though. were so many Karapikas. Too many yeah. Karapika. Um... So, how do you guys like So, yeah, my first note, my first note for the 1999 anime, and this is unfortunate, but true, uh, my first note does say sexy Karapika bondage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we begin the scene with a very hyper-stylized shot of, like, a giant red moon Karapika just standing there, maybe naked, maybe not. definitely naked yeah definitely naked and then a bunch of chains just like come out from the yeah it's 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 like matrix evolution naked where they're naked but they don't have any bits they don't got the bits so it's okay to show them naked and they specifically do not show nipple either which confirms my karapika trans theory oh yes obviously yeah um absolutely confirm karapika has female presenting nipples (laughs) incredible (laughs) Kropika got flagged by Tumblr. Um, <laughs> and then a bunch of, like, the cool chains that Kropika used just, like, all, like, shoot out of the groundwater place that he's standing in and just, like, sensually wrap him up. Yes, they do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if you ever watch a very gross or, like, very fan service harm anime, it's like the... Very, the very same shots they use for that just happened here. So I don't know what the animators are on right now, but it's apparently symbolism. it's apparently it's that Karapika juice because yeah. he is the one who's going to get chained down by trying to chain by people what? to hell. His revenge. The animators are very much pointing at you and saying, "Look, look! Do you see? It's symbolism." While just under the table, their hands are fully on their dicks. <laughs> They're like, stare at the symbolism. And you're like, what's that sound? And they're like, the symbolism. It's just that really good symbolism that we all know and love. It's, yeah. It, <laughs> we, we love symbolism. We're not horny at all. So this episode has a lot more Kropika training with his uh, dirty, smelly master. I still don't have his name mm-hmm. written down in these notes. It's Kyle. <laughs> no, I probably said it was something different last episode. It's Kyle. I like Kyle better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we do get a big long training montage. I you know you know how in 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 the ninety nine version Karapika's wooden swords are actually real swords. Well, now yeah. they've been abandoned in in a river. He trained so hard that he just had to stick his swords in the water. <laughs> he says, "Fuck these things." Um. This train montage is funny because it's, like, constant shots of, like, Kropka practicing his, uh, ten and, like, practicing making things materialize in the water. And every time his master just, like, pops up randomly behind him and it's just like, do you know conjurers kind of suck shit? <laughs> yeah, it's even more bullying in this one. <laughs> he just, just like, kind of hey. pops in. He's like, hey, conjurers suck. Did you know that? He writes out a whole ass equation that I wrote down just because I was like, I need to have this. It's like, he writes down his like attack power and it's, and it like writes out all these equations to show like how he would never be able to learn like conjuration power at more than, or, uh, um, Enhancing. enhancer power at more than 60%. And it's like, why, why is this an equation? How did you, how did you do this math? You see, you see Karapika, if we use facts and logic to direct, <laughs> to direct our thinking, we will in fact come to the conclusion that conjurers suck shit. 
God, yeah, facts this, over feelings, Karapika. Yeah, the name of this episode is going to be Kyle destroys Karapika with facts and logic, and no <laughs> one will understand why. Conjurer's owned. <laughs> Conjurer destroyed by facts and logic. Um, he's so, so dead eyed in this episode too. Karapika, so like, scary. through every explanation of what's going on, he's just kind of sitting there, like, absolutely no thoughts, head empty. Yeah, he looks so, so scary in this episode. He looks like he's about to pass out. Yeah. Uh, but it does kind of mostly... Also... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, when Karapika is talking about wanting to learn how to conjure chains, uh, Smelly Kyle is uh, is just like, oh, well, you know, maybe you're the one being chained down by this grudge of yours. And then... And then, you know, so we have that chain metaphor across all versions. And then I think later we also get a spiderweb metaphor. Oh, it's like, oh, but who is being trapped by the spiderweb? It's you, Karapika. We got two metaphors. And I, I, I just, that's all I have. I don't remember where the spider one comes in. Yeah, um, this episode is rich with symbolism, if you could not tell. It, yeah, uh, it might be. We, little... we get a shot of Karapika floating in the water, and it's all red, and that symbolizes end of Evangelion. Mm. Yeah, that sim- that symbolizes that end of Evangelion came out a couple years ago. <laughs> that symbolizes that they're like, hey, you remember Evangelion? That was pretty fucked up, huh? That's called intertextuality. <laughs> That's called a reference. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Karapika, everything basically ends the same way there. We next see Karapika just sitting on a train. Yeah, we get a train episode. We get a train heist. Um, we get a train. So yeah, some it's Karapika and Melody are in the same train car for some reason. Yeah, yeah Melody's really trying to get Dick down on this train. She's like, oh, Karapika, you're here. It's, it's like fate that, that has us here on this train car, isn't it? And he's like... No, not really. And goes back to reading his book. <laughs> yeah, Melody yeah. like keeps trying to get like Kropka's attention and figure out more about him. And Kropka is just like, leave me alone. Mm. Yeah. Um, Kropka is me, not wanting to talk to anyone at all during travel. Yeah, to be fair, right now Melody is a complete and utter stranger. So I'd also be like, leave me alone. Yeah, absolutely nobody talked to me on a train. <laughs> but it's very <laughs> funny to see her being so friendly and just like, oh, it's like fate brought us together on this train. And Kropka's like, I mean, not really. We're just both traveling. <laughs> yeah, so when Kropka was getting on... He handed his ticket to one of the train attendants. The train attendant's like, oh. Yeah, he he okay. used his hunter's license instead of a ticket, which is a thing you can do, I think. Yeah, you're just allowed to do that. Everyone in the world yeah. has to, like, take that as currency. Yeah, um, except watch out, because they, they might call the feds on you, apparently. They might just call the Secret Service. <laughs> um, they might call people who just want to steal your hunter's license. Yeah, so they show do up. Do hunter's licenses have names on them? No, they have I feel like, like Yeah, they do. Well, oh, no, they, they do. don't have names actually, but they do have an ID number. Don't they They have yeah, an ID number, ID number. And they have like your Nen signature on them. I mean, oh, do they? Cuz yeah. I was going to say like I mean, we we do see later, I, I won't say who, but someone does just sell their hunter's license, which I feel like can't be super useful if like I love how you're saying that, like, any character on this show would just sell their hunter's license I except want to one keep person. it a little bit vague. For anyone we who only might know be listening one along who has who not, not seen care. this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, uh, 
I, I, it's a weird market, I guess, if they do have identifiers on them. Because I think we are supposed to think that's what these people are here to do. I mean, it's supposed to be like a collector's item, since not many people get to be hunters. And, mm. you know, it's probably hard to get a license from an already established hunter. So I think people are just like, well, if you find one, see if you can take it from them. Okay. Um, so these yeah, people- so some people come after Karapika on the train. Karapika kicks their ass. Yeah, Karapika uh, destroys them, which is funny because we get a whole like specifically special animated scene of like Karapika doing sick chain moves and kicking their ass. And like next we just see like. Crappy returning to the train car, Melody is like standing in like a pile of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, by the way, Melody can also just do that. Oh, yeah. Melody also talks about the themes of friendship that this represents, how traveling together on a train is like the, the themes. It's good luck and you should have friends. And Crappy goes like, please leave me alone. <laughs> um, it's so great. <laughs> Yeah, and then they part ways, and they're like, well, if I ever see you again, and they see each other in about, like, five hours. Yeah. <laughs> Melody's like, I'm yeah. sure we'll see each other again, and then it's walking away, and, like, the narrator voice of Karapika is just like, I have to fight. <laughs> Absolutely not thinking about anything else. Uh, The next thing in my notes, I totally forget the context of this, but I did write Karapika Ace Moment. I feel like this must have ah. been in response to uh, Basie's powers. I think Karapika must have seen that and been like, hmm, no thanks. Yeah, because Baze, like, says, oh, who are you? Like, don't you want to give me, like, a kiss? It's how we oh, say yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Basie was, like, yeah. flirting with him, yeah. and Karapika was like, ew, gross. I completely no, missed that. That's Baze my is, favorite. The quote is, Baze is like, don't you want to give me a kiss? It's how we say hello from where I'm, like in where I'm Chicago, from. Chicago, right? Yeah. And then Krapia just stares at her for a second. He's like, "I didn't grow up there," and just walks away. <laughs> I didn't grow up in that city. He's <laughs> just like, "I didn't grow up there," and just leaves. Oh, powerful, iconic. Mm-hmm. Krapia says, "I have no time for this. I am so angry." <laughs> Too powerful for kissing. Absolutely. Once again, they're all just like, oh, that's a frightening ability base has. I'm like, only if you let her kiss you. Yeah, I'm doing that like <laughs> cry salute thing to uh, Karapika for being such an ace icon. Yeah, for like being a true warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't also, yeah, my next my next note is the stepping is much worse. Uh-huh. She just really, Faze just really goes to town on the man's junk in this one, huh? Yeah, she fully digs in there. <laughs> I will say, there's a weird scene of when the dummies break into, like, the room. There's, like, a lot of basho flipping. Oh, my God. But it's really hyper, like, animated. It like, slows it's... everything down to watch this man jump yeah. around. They they rotoscoped some gymnasts, you know? Like, they <sighs> took their was... time with that. Basho's so wonderful in 99. I mean, he just, he really steals the show. Yeah, they were just like, this man's my favorite. The man does have flips. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, sweet flips. Also, the PS1 polygon-looking dude, when he comes on the TV this time, he's accompanied. He's a lot wider in this one, first of yeah. all. He looks like a, br- he looks like a square. <laughs> and he's accompanied. Minecraft. 
Yeah, he looks like <laughs> Minecraft Steve. Um, and he's accompanied by two ladies on either side of him, giving him shoulder rubs. But their hands are so tiny <laughs> compared to this man's shoulders. It looks so weird. I I don't know what's going on. I don't know why he looks like this. <laughs> Is that his nun ability? To make women's hands tiny? To look like Minecraft Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's all I have to say about that. I've been stuck on that for weeks. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, so for, yeah, is that all for the anime then? I think so. Yeah, I have a couple for the manga. Um, yeah, this was in the 99 and the manga, but Basho definitely has a bit of a shadier past in the earlier versions. Uh, he talks about, you know, some other, like, body part collector clients he works for, and he was like, yeah, some people are into really wild shit, like, all the stuff on the- all the stuff on this list is actually legal to own, you know? You know? I, I, <laughs> what? Basho, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is he trading in? What I mean, yeah, because most of the things on that list. Yeah, and and he's like, yeah, this one time I had a client who, and then Karapika just stops him right there. <laughs> Karapika says, no, not today. Yeah, most of the things on that list are already things I would think would be like illegal in terms of like just like transport. You know, you can't even you can't take a plane uh, like a plant on the plane, but. Well, I don't think the Hunter Hunter universe has experienced the nine eleven, so yeah, but like their airport security, their blimp security might be lax. Mm, <laughs> that's right, and it is all blimp travel, so they they don't need to worry about things like body part travel. Yeah, you can mm. just like take it in your luggage. There's plenty of storage space. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, in in the manga and ninety nine, Basie just pulls a video camera out of nowhere when she's stepping <laughs> on Squala. <laughs> She's recording it. She's making yeah. a little home movie. Yeah, yeah she's she got an OnlyFans. She has to keep people updated. Uh-huh. She's got to make her money. Yeah, go get it, girl. Get your shit. Mm-hmm, get that paper. Also, in the manga, we do not even know what Karapika's specialty is until the fight with uh with Uvogin. Because, like, yeah... In in the like in the middle of that fight, there is a flashback to Karapika and Smelly Kyle, where like we <laughs> see a lot of that. <laughs> we see a lot of that stuff that you know we talked about in in these episodes. But you know, in in the manga version, we don't really get any of that. It just goes straight to Karapika at the mansion with the chains on his hand. Oh, so the so. manga pulled a uh, ninety nine Castro fight where it was just like, you guys remember this, right? <laughs> Y'all know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> you remember what happened, and I say no. Yeah. The manga keeps us in a lot more suspense as far as, like, what the hell Karapika has going on. Karapika's sexy chains, and we're like, oh, I bet that's an enhancer thing. Yeah. Enhancers love carrying jewelry. <laughs> From all the enhancers we know. Yes. <laughs> I love those chains. Those chains they're are sick as pretty hell. sick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they're pretty sick. Like... It's sexy. It's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, Bondage aside, it's sexy. <laughs> that was just in his dream realm. It's not real. Yeah. And sexy Karapika bondage isn't real. It can't hurt you. <laughs> 99 Karapika bondage. <laughs> um, is that it for that? 
think that's uh, it. Is that all the gones and crappicas? I do want to quickly say that in the 99, the old man is even more decrepit. And I don't know if he dies in the clone fight. I'm pretty sure he just... No, he, he actually leaves the room yeah, like because, a smart person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I remember joking when I watched this the first time that like he looks like he's about to shut that door and just die in that room right there. And he doesn't, but, you know, well, as far as we know, but in 2011, no, he, he actually did. does die and we see it, but it's not from just being so decrepit. Maybe one of the dolls stabbed him when they were going into the room. Mm, like possible. he went out and shut the door. And he's like, whoo, safe. And then one of them just ran by and stabbed. It's just, I mean, it's comical. He's just like, I. He, he looks like he's going to fall over and die the second he shuts that door. World's oldest man. <laughs> <laughs> the most gilf energy. No. <laughs> no, he somehow doesn't have any gilf energy. He just, just looks like he needs a nap. Just grandpa energy. Yeah, he just looks grandpa, not gilf. Hmm, that's fair enough. Um, are you guys ready to head to Greed Island since we've been talking so much about Polygon Man? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's see a bunch of more polygons in different shapes. Let's see all those polygons and learn about dodgeball. Um, (laughs) what do you guys got? Um. Anything fun? Anything exciting? Anything new? Hmm. I. Well. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I played this really cute mobile game over the past couple of days. I got really into it. It's called Anomo. A-N-O-M-O-E. It's kind of uh, cheesy in how, like, uh, grim, not grim dark, I won't say, but, like, it's, it's, it's like, kind of tragic, but also cute. It's, I guess, typical of, like, a little cheap little like mobile game and it's maybe a little poorly translated but oh my god it's so cute you're just this little robot and you go clean up the planet and you just break up all the trash and it's it was very adorable and i played it in like the last four days so nice yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i've been my secret shame is that i've been reading an isekai light novel series over the past few days we all have one uh yeah, it's called uh So I'm a Spider Now, so what? Oh, no, um no, I love it. <laughs> and and yeah, it's it's kind of like your your typical reincarnation story, except the protagonist got reincarnated as uh low as like a low level spider monster in, in the middle of a dungeon. And yeah, the first few volumes are just about her like trying to survive and not get killed by all the bigger, scarier monsters in the dungeon. Uh, but then it sort of opens up and expands and like we see more of the world and the politics and, um, and just like sort of the greater powers at work that are making things very funky and messed up. And it's actually pretty cool. Uh, there is also sort of a parallel storyline going on where one of, uh, yeah, where a bunch, actually all of the spider's classmates got reincarnated, mostly as humans. <laughs> um, and one of them is like your typical isekai, isekai protag. He got reincarnated as like a prince with special hero powers. And, uh, and yeah, there's there's a little bit of like dumb isekai bullshit. There's some haremy nonsense and a little bit of uh bad cis person understanding of gender. Uh but you know, that doesn't get a lot of focus since the main character is 
that good spider we whom we like. So yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Heck Sweet. yeah. That sounds nice. Hell yeah. Um I haven't done anything new this week. I've just been recycling so the same three pieces of media I always do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to re-recommend for the fifth time in my life on this podcast, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's... The first half of its first season just ended, and it was incredible. I did cry at the last few episodes. Um, it's very good, very heartwarming. Animation looks great. Uh, they did introduce a character who's basically the fucking Joker, and the last episode was basically him getting the shit kicked out of him, which is very fun for me to watch. Excellent. Um, fantastic. There's a cool little jellyfish man. The main character, Yuji, bonds to another kid over their mutual love of gay movies. <laughs> it's all very straight. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just recommend that. It's very fun. It's very exciting. I'm having a great time with it, and I can't wait for the next arc to begin. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got. And is that it for us tonight? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. How about how about plugs? Dokie. Mine are going to be real quick and simple. Uh, Sexy Mewtwo review is coming back. We're recording the first part of that in... Or yeah, we're recording the second part of that in, in early January. So that ought to be up sometime during that month. And my my Digimon RP Discord. It's a cute little high school Digimon roleplay where you go to school and learn to be a protagonist. We're gonna that's actually probably gonna start pretty soon. As soon as I recover from like this fucking holiday burnout and like actually have the mental function to work on a thing again. But it's pretty close. Right? Yeah. It's exciting. I am so excited for that. I, I don't know Digimon. I have not done any planning on my character or anything, but I'm like, I'm it's, going to dive that's in. That's fine. You're valid. Just find a Digimon. Really, all you, all you need to know about Digimon is that they're little guys. <laughs> they're all very cute. Just choose Terriermon. You can't go wrong. Terriermon is pretty valid. Um, <laughs> You can't go wrong with Terriermon. Um... You can find the pod at gonewillhunting at twitter.com. You can find our email at gonewillhunting at gmail.com. What's our Tumblr again? It is gonexwillxhunting on tumblr.com. And then you can find my Tumblr at Dankus McDonald. And my Twitter is sky with an E underscore bird 36. And you can find my Twitter at groovingastly. And... If that is it, I think we should all enter our different symbolism chain dimensions. Mm. Think real hard about our symbolisms. Mm. And while we're doing that... Mm-hmm. We're all getting fun. chained up. Yeah, I'll wish all our wonderful listeners a fun, hearty, going by, everybody. Going by. Going by. These chains were a metaphor for my sadness. Oh, it's become so numb. <laughs> <laughs>